Hello, Alif. My son just got married. We had a beautiful, beautiful wedding. We had a beautiful uh, My boy found the color on his own. And I have to tell you, after I, I look back, the first thing is I'm happy that I got to know you. And from whatever I heard and I learned is I got to know one thing is that, and I'm happy I did not listen to the people that said, you know, you have to make rules, you have to make regulations at home, and the kids have to understand that it's not Hefka, whatever it is. Moksham, I did not listen to any of these, and I know I knew one thing what I need to do is, what Hashem wants for me to do is, not to tell my children what to do, my child what to do, not even ask where he went and how he's, with who he's going out and who he's connected to. And not only that, I went even with a step further, some parents put in, hundreds of thousands of dollars that they try to rescue the child, and most of the time it doesn't even work. I, I thought, I'm not doing this. I'm going to let Hashem run his course. Only thing what you do is govern. And I always say that a child like this is basically like a car, that um, the, the mechanics in the car does not work the regular way. Uh, some cars, if you, if you turn them, if you turn, usually a car, you turn it right, it goes right, you turn it left, it goes left. Some cars, it just doesn't work that way. You turn right, it goes left. You turn left, it, it goes right. You go front, it goes back. What do you do with that spot, at that thing? Then you just leave the car alone. Stop messing around with it. You're only going to destroy the car. You're only going to destroy it. That's that type of child. You just leave it alone. The only thing that you could do is, they call it TLC, just tender love and care. You just show your child you love him. You make sure that he stays a part of the family, and uh, that's basically it. I'm not going to say I have big witness to the fact that he's always, he was always a worker. He was never a man. He went to work always. He worked. He came home, and I used to tell him always, uh, my son, even if you want to leave my house, I'm not letting you go. I want you here. And uh, he had his own TV in his room, and it's something that I even helped him buy. And... And uh, basically, it's when it never uh, went after him to see what he's watching, what he's doing, and it worked out terrifically. Um, one of the things is, and now Bok Hashem, he met this girl, and uh, he met this girl, and Bok uh, I was very worried till up to the house, and I was very worried. Even of the house, and I, I did not come, come home very, very happy. Um, but after the first Shabbos and the second Shabbos, even my parents came home so happy, and after some Shabbos, Everybody's so happy, and she's even a little bit more fond than him, and trying to be, you know, that he should be a little bit better than he is. And, uh, you know, I'm very, very ungrateful for what Hashem did to me. One of the things I do want to say is, and this is uh, everybody, for everybody, that what I feel is, that when Hashem gives you a son that's different, um, basically is he's doing you the truth that we cannot comprehend it, but he's doing you a favor that is reminding you to understand that there's no bigger favor there's nothing more that Hashem could do better than what he did to, do with, to you than, do, than giving you a child like this. And I will explain. I will explain the reason why I'm saying so. Um, the reason I'm saying so is that every that when we have children and the children learn and they dominate and they do everything that they need to do, the fact that, that, that you love them, you show them love, and you come up to Shema and say, Shem, I love my child and everything, it's a more difficult thing. There's nothing more to talk about. You get how for being Muhammad as a child. But everything amounts is the amount on the street, you get COVID, and there's a lot of things 
that you have pride, you enjoy it, he brings you nachash and everything. Here you have a child that does not bring you on the moment any nachash whatsoever. He's bringing you bizyoinus mamash. And I would even want to, I don't want to go into the notion of why people feel that he's bringing you bizyoinus. But because if a child, I'm going to maybe just put it in a point. If the child will be totally, totally um, mangaloid, everybody understands that it's Hashem, and the child is 100% normal, and he goes with their hakar, everybody knows, uh, everybody gives you the credit. But when a child is halfway, not here, not there, everybody's single fault. So a saying that, you know, when you have good children, you think that uh, this is the real how you're getting. But when you have a child, like, the truth is, but you have a new opsi, you have your own anor. When you have a child like this, and it's only with yours, and you raise your hands, Hashem, and said, you know, Hashem, I know Halishum can cover it. It's like, I'm not going to have anything out of being the child of my child on this world. I mean, on the, at least for the moment, for sure, in the end, you get the, you enjoy the fact that you did it a lot. But at this moment, I have a son that's doing, using the cell phone Shabbos. I have a son maybe going even to a restaurant and eat and what's not kosher. I have a son doing things that I shouldn't do. You shouldn't do. And you have people that are advising you how to shoot him. You should be a Marachi. And you said, Hashem, you know what? I have a lot of reasons to be a Marachi. But the mouth is, I'm being a coward for one reason, because he is your child. He's a child of Hashem. He is your child. You, it's unbelievable what big things you're doing. Not only to your child, what you're doing to yourself. That when you come up to Shemayim and Hashem is going to say, look, this is the only thing that you're going to come with all your Torah mitzvahs. And the, the, the malachim are going to say, you know what? It's with you did. You were sure you went to Dalton before you had peer pressure. You went to Dalton because the Ruff told you so. You want to have a good name. You want to be able to do what you but you didn't mean Hashem. Here with this child, there's nothing more in the world, world that you were mamish to the owners. The only reason I'm doing it to say Hashem is because of you. I did it only because I loved you. My love was endless to you. I loved you. I loved you, Hashem, unconditionally. Even with all of this. I still love you. This is your key to Ganeidi. This is your key. This is your pathway to Olam Haba. This is your biggest thing that you could do. There's nothing more in the world that you could do, Ramesh Hashem, without any, without, not only not without any reward, this, this is the oiners. And this is what you're doing. The reward is, is, is gewaldic. And I personally think that this is Ramesh Akai, the kids of what people are doing. Until someone's the power of a child that doesn't go in the way, that you feel a toiletic, that you see a toiletic of a kaidah tzitzchak. I always say, what is the grossness of a kaidah tzitzchak? What is the greatness of a kaidah tzitzchak? The greatness of a kaidah tzitzchak is that Abraham Avinu knew, knew when he was going to, to, to be the Sheikh tzitzchak. What is so great about it? He knew that the whole world, the whole world, the tzaddikim, there's not going to be no anyasul. There's not going to be, it's against the toilet. Somebody would tell you is today, there's no Yidin on the world. There's no tzaddikim, there's no washanta, there's no guru, there's no rachayim kodesh. There's no ariya kodesh, there's no panuam, there's no maruam, there's no nothing. The world is empty. And Hashem is telling basically Yitzchak, you know what? Take the word, take Yitzchak and Shechtem. There's not going to be no, no kedush on the world, no shechina on the world, no nothing. So Avram could have said, no, you know what? Hashem wants me to do something positive, I understand. But if you want, I should bring in such negativity into the world, such neg I should do such negative thing in the world, 
that I can't listen because it's probably I didn't understand clear what Hashem wants. Because really Hashem doesn't want it, and I could come up with a lot of reasons, with a lot of reasons that really Hashem didn't want it. But what is the main thing that could have caused them to think like that is that by by shechting Yitzchak, he's basically not only not doing something good or wrong in he's basically uh, depriving the whole world from kedusha. And that was the motive that you think of Makadish Yitzchak. And that's why I first feel is when you're Makadish child, you see Hashem tells you, you know what, this is what I want. You should be Makadish. And you say, ah, it can't be that Hashem wants me to be Makadish. Some, some, somebody that does something against your will. It can't be. And then you decide, no, this is what Hashem wants me to do. And I'm doing it because you want, you said so. Even though I see him doing something against your will. It's like taking Yitzchak. And, and, and being shechting him and everything, the whole world is going to do everything against Hashem. Nobody's going to teach them to do what Hashem wants. And they still do it. And, and Abraham still wants them to do it. And then you come and you also do it. There's nothing bigger that you could do. And that's what I think has to have to do with Kula also. Hashem really wants to take us out of Golas. But the mountains, the mountains, we're not ready to take out some Golas a lot of time. And Hashem says, to, and, and when Hashem gives us a child like this, or in the car, how we say, Hashem, you know what? You know, I also have a reason not to be Makara, my child. But I wasn't Makara. And I, I, and these, all these parents that do this, they show Hashem. So that's the reason why the name Makara with these children, you're bringing closer to the Gola. Hashem says that these spirits could be Makara. Your children, even maybe when some Rabbanim or some friends or some people tell them they shouldn't be the Makara because they're not allowed to. And they're still eating the Makara for one reason, because they love me. And as these kids are my children, so obviously I have to take these people also out of Golas. And Hashem should help us that this chus that we are doing for the, this for them, we should, we should ourselves, you know, my line going for them, that Hashem should take out everybody from his personal Golas, and he should redeem everybody, and he should take us all out, all of Kalisul, from Golas, this is Avi Fischoff from Twisted Bounty. To be added to my broadcast, please send a WhatsApp request to 718-902-6666.